In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus, Word of God, reveal more of yourself to us through your presence in the Bible. Led by the Holy Spirit, guide our time of reflection. May it increase our desire for you in the Scripture and in the Sacrament. Amen. Welcome back to Sunday Setup, the weekly podcast show that prepares you for the readings you'll hear at Mass this Sunday. Right after celebrating Jesus' birth at Christmas, we celebrate now the Holy Family of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. This celebration offers a number of different options for readings. Since this is the first year of Sunday Setup, I will stick with the first option given for each. Our first reading is from the book of Sirach. Although this book is known by other names, and I won't get into that in this episode, the most common name for this book is Sirach, referring to the author's father. The book's author is identified as Joshua ben Sirach, meaning Joshua son of Sirach. Just who was this man, Joshua ben Sirach? He was a teacher living in Jerusalem about 180 years prior to Jesus. He amassed quite a following at his school, and the book of Sirach is a collection of his lectures. Our first reading for Holy Family Sunday likely contains the notes from a lecture Joshua ben Sirach gave on the fifth commandment, Honor thy father and mother. An important piece of background information about the ancient world is that adult sons often continued to live in their family's residence long after marrying. The tradition of sons leaving home to a new building was extremely rare, while, of course, wives would go to live with their husbands. This meant that sons continued to have daily interactions with their parents even into their adult years, and wives would have to encounter those thorn-in-the-side in-laws every day. The lecture of Joshua ben Sirach, then, has this in view. My son, take care of your father when he is old. Grieve him not as long as he lives. Even if his mind fail, be considerate of him. Revile him not all the days of his life. We move along now to the second reading from St. Paul's letter to the Colossians. Colossae is located today in the western part of Turkey. Yet, at the time of St. Paul, it seems to have been the location for a prominent industry of wool. Many people in Colossae worked at making clothes, and St. Paul uses this as a metaphor in our second reading. In the third chapter of Colossians, St. Paul first tells the Colossians to take off certain vices, like immorality and idolatry, just as one would take off clothes. Then, when all of these have been taken off, the excerpt for our second reading begins. Put on, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, heartfelt compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Continuing the metaphor, he says later on, and over all these put on love. Speaking of the audience as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, indicates also that St. Paul has baptism in view. This language recalls Israel's election by God. And at the time of St. Paul, baptism of Christians usually took place in the nude. A new Christian would undress, be baptized, and then receive different new clothing after the baptism. We still see this today, in a sense, when newly baptized are given a white garment to wear after the baptism. St. Paul develops the metaphor, just as at your baptism you took off clothes and put new clothes on, so too now in your life as a Christian, you must take off certain vices and put on the new clothes of virtue. Lastly, we have the gospel. There's two important rituals occurring here in our gospel that we need background for the ritual of Jesus' presentation, and the ritual of Mary's purification. First, Jesus' presentation. As a reminder of the Exodus, each firstborn son in ancient Israel was consecrated to the Lord. 
Think of it like this. From the moment that son was born, that child was God's. In order to buy back this child from God, called redemption, an offering of five shekels was made in the temple. Interestingly enough, although St. Luke gives this as the reason the Holy Family travels to Jerusalem, he does not describe that this actually takes place when Joseph and Mary arrive at the temple. This could be because St. Luke wanted to illustrate that Jesus remained in God's service throughout his life. The second ritual taking place in our gospel is Mary's purification. After the birth of a child, every Israelite mother went through a period of being ritually unclean in the eyes of Jewish society. Pardon me while I talk a bit graphically, but because the mother had various discharge expelled from her body during pregnancy, she needed to become ritually purified. This purification would be 40 days after the birth of a boy or 80 days after the birth of a girl. The mother would go to the temple and offer a sacrifice of a lamb and a bird. But in the case of extreme poverty, for those who could not afford to purchase a lamb, two birds would suffice. This is the offering we see Mary make, indicating for us that the Holy Family did not live in luxury, but likely lived paycheck to paycheck, to use a contemporary expression. So that's it. That's your Sunday setup for this Sunday of the Holy Family of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. May this knowledge of the story behind the scripture allow you to encounter Jesus Christ in a new way this weekend. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.